0: Welcome to the Mixing Babies and Business Podcast. If we haven't met or you're unfamiliar with this podcast, hi, I'm Amy Lynch, and I've been bringing my kids into business settings since becoming a parent in 2016 and becoming an accidental activist along the way. This podcast contains a mixture of solo and interview guest mini-episodes focused on all things parenthood, business, flexible, and remote work with kids. Season 4 is rolling out and has been sponsored by the Startup Community Empowerment Fund, which is presented by Startup Canada, MasterCard, UPS, UPS. And BDC. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and leave a review online. It helps other parents find the podcast. Alexis Grant is a serial entrepreneur and parent of two kids. She's currently building They Got Acquired, a content company with a mission to redefine startup success by sharing stories of acquisitions between $100,000 and $50 million. She has bootstrapped two of her previous companies selling her content agency to the penny hoarder and her brand for writers, The Right Life, in two. 2021. This is the first of three mini episodes of our conversation, which took place before the summer break. In this interview, we talk about her current workflow and how she shared flexible childcare to adapt alongside her business. Let's get into it. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll get straight yeah. into it because I know you're you're short on time and my mom is holding my baby right now for me. Oh, <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. So mm-hmm. I listened back to your podcast interview that you did with your, your uh, producer mm-hmm. um, and you spoke about being the builder of multiple businesses and you did speak about parenthood quite a bit in that interview. So I loved listening to that and I will link to that in the show notes, but I wanted Thanks. to start off by, well, first of all, you said you're, you're about to go work out after this. So where are you working from today, and how are you working right now? Mm-hmm. I worked out right before this call, which is why I wanted to make sure you were not going to be publishing the the video. Well, I live in in
1: near a national park, and I, so I do a lot of hiking. And um, I try to walk on a lot of the calls that I have too, like, if possible, but I don't have to be if I'm not recording, I'll try to take a call via phone so I can walk. Uh, But I have a Peloton bike, I live in a kind of a rural area. So there's not even before COVID, there's not a ton of convenient gyms that are right here. I work from home and I have A workout room right next to my office, so I try to get in there at least once a day.
0: That's very awesome. I am not doing that right now. It's more well. You have an excuse. You have another year at least before. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's hard to do much in uh, more than five minutes. So as the builder of multiple businesses, so you've, uh, they got acquired at the moment, but previously you had the right life and a content agency. And as the parent of young kids, you have two boys. Mm -hmm. Um, What are some ways that you've had to adapt your workflow during the pandemic and over the past few years as you've been building businesses and selling businesses? I think it's a constant recalibration. <laughs> Every time I feel like we
1: have a schedule that works for us, it changes. And my kids are four and six now. And I think it's gotten much easier now that they're a little bit older. I found it really hard when they were small. But my husband and I both, we both run our own businesses, but we we both aim to work close to a full-time schedule. I think I'm probably getting about 30 hours a week right now. So we really we really share the burden of the house and Childcare. We one of us picks the kids up every day at three, and we we switch off who does that. But I was just saying this morning that we have about five more weeks before school is out. And this is our first year of the kids being you know, in school consistently, especially because of COVID and stuff. But those in those five weeks, I'm like, oh, I feel like we just got into a routine this year and now we're going to have the summer and it's going to be a different routine. <laughs> so I'm not, I, I love routine. I'm not incredibly good about like rolling with the punches, but I have had to get used to that with being a parent. It's just part of parenthood.
0: Yeah, we're having similar, our oldest two are about the exact same age as yours. And we're Mm -hmm. having the same conversation where it's like the morning and the daylight hours, they're changing. So Mm -hmm. it just changes everything. So I'm going to jump ahead a bit in my questions then, because you mentioned about sharing the burden and I subscribed to your newsletter. And I remember you writing in one of your newsletters, how you were trying to do childcare with another family Mm -hmm. in the area that you lived at the start of the pandemic, because I think Mm -hmm. you all either worked remotely or had your own businesses. So how did you guys structure that and how did you find it worked for you? Actually, they they watched our kids during the pandemic, but we did have sort of an
1: unusual arrangement in that the dad of, from that family, he works at a bike shop. And so they're open through the weekend and his days off were on Monday and Tuesday. And then my husband and I we both run our own businesses. We were just at this point, cause you know, we'd had the kids home for a few months at, in 2020 and we were just happy to have <laughs> any childcare. And so we ended up agreeing to a schedule that was um, Wednesday through Sunday, and we, we treated Monday and Tuesday like our weekend. And it actually worked really well for us because I live in a place called Harper's Ferry. It's a little mountain town in West Virginia, about an hour outside of D.C., and we get a lot of tourists here in the summer. And so the trails, we, we hike a lot with the boys, and the trails are really crowded on the weekends but they're not crowded on Mondays and Tuesdays. So it worked out really well for us that we could take um, an alternative work week with childcare. I mean, the downsides are if you're getting together with people, they usually want to get together on the weekend, but that wasn't happening during COVID anyways. (laughs) But we're actually assuming that same schedule this summer. So it's nice to just be able to be flexible. And because we're flexible, we can take advantage of working with friends of ours that, you know, they they homeschool, so they have their child home anyways, and it's good for him to get socialization. Um, so it's, it's kind of a win-win.
0: Yeah, I mean, I saw lots of people getting creative with what works for them. And it brought up the other question of, you know, Canada's starting to introduce somewhat universal childcare. I don't not sure what that's going to look like. They're talking about $10 a day daycare. But do you have any opinions around what kinds of childcare or home care you wish existed as a founder and a parent and how you think that you know, you hear about the daycare deserts in in North America? Do you think that would increase access to opportunity with entrepreneurship and people having the, the headspace to try new things?
1: Yeah. And just working generally. I mean, I wouldn't call us a complete daycare desert, but there are not that many options where I live for childcare, especially, you know, I, Prior to come, coming to West Virginia, we, we lived in cities. So I always just had the assumption. I operated on the assumption that like I can always get as much help as I want, as long as I'm willing to pay for it. <laughs> and it's, always, it, it's expensive. But here, it's, it's hard to find childcare. It's not like you can choose between all these different daycares, especially if you have to work on certain days or at certain hours. So I find we really had to get creative here, especially. And, and that's why the arrangement with the other family worked during COVID, too, is it gave us a creative solution that worked for us. I think for us, like we feel really grateful that we're very flexible because for all the gaps in the system, we are able to work around them. Whereas for a lot of people,
0: especially if
1: you have to be in an office or something, you don't have that flexibility.
0: It's great that you mentioned the homeschooling though, because I used to run into a group of homeschooling parents. When I would bring my one baby to a local startup space, the kids were going there and they were growing plants and selling the plants to the local cafe at the startup space. So they were already into entrepreneurship That's at cool, a really yeah. young age. And I didn't even think about you know partnering with them because they might want to do the socialization aspect too. I'm going to go back into your businesses now, but you, so you said you're hire by the penny hoarder. So in your interview for, they got acquired, mm-hmm. you said it was like a sliding doors moment. They approached you, they were using you as a content agency, and then they approached you to buy your company, but they wanted to hire you as part of the process. And you were also pregnant at the time and you were nervous about, you know, you weren't sure how to broach that. And you said in your interview that you were pleasantly surprised and everything worked out. But if people are listening and they are pregnant or planning to have a family and they think that that's going to limit their opportunities to either build or sell their business, do you have any insights for them on how to navigate those kind of conversations? I mean, I
1: think building a business is a great way to set yourself up for a flexible career. And really, that's what I had done. I had built the business in part because I knew we wanted to have a family and I, I thought it might give me more flexibility later. So when that opportunity came up to sell my business, it wasn't, I, I really had two good choices ahead of me. Like, I think I wasn't stuck into a corner there because I would have been happy running my own thing as I had planned. And then I also ended up being happy with the other opportunity that came up. And I don't have a lot of experience, honestly, being pregnant or having kids in a corporate setting. The startup that I worked at, I find it very, I find it very challenging to balance a leadership role with having two kids under two. And I don't think I was my best self. <laughs> on many of those days, but I also recognize that that was an environment that I helped, like I helped to create the culture there. And I was, I was in a leadership role and I could make, I had a lot of autonomy. So I still had more flexibility than a lot of people would have going into those, um, into different positions. So my, my approach to life is always to advocate for yourself, but I know that it's not, it's not always as easy as that depending on what company you work at or what your situation is like at home.
0: Yeah. And you don't know who you're impacting in a leadership role though, just by showing up as you are and leading with two kids under two and how that translates through to your leadership style. Big thanks to Lexi for taking part of her day to speak with me about her parenthood journey and learning to adjust her routines. Stay tuned for the next two episodes where we'll talk about building an asynchronous remote work environment as a parent and sharing her learnings with others openly online in real time. Check out her work at alexisgrant.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your network and leave a review. It helps other parents find the podcast. Connect with me online and access your parent-friendly entrepreneurship, flexible, and remote work resources at mixingbabiesinbusiness.com. Thanks for listening.